Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our President's Day special. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the big show, big thing, the big show of the big thing. Only episode three, and I'm already messing up the title. Nice to have everybody back. Happy Monday. Happy Monday on this. What the hell is it today? I don't know. It's still June. Oh, my God. Really? What? It's still June. It's it's Monday. Yeah, but it's still June. Do the math. Do, do what? Do, you just try to find a marker yeah. as to, oh, well, this. I know this day was this because right. we had this. Yeah. So for you, it might be the 19th, which was Saturday. Right. Had had. A big shoot that we all participated in. 20th was Father's Day, which I enjoyed. It was really good. good. Yep. As you should. Yep. Why? Because you are a... Dad. Animal. Oh. Close. And then, so today would be the 21st. Well done. Monday the 21st. Okay. Yeah. Nice job. How nice. was your Father's Day? It was wonderful. I really liked it. Should I tell you about how I, how I hoped that it would turn out, and then hopefully that is actually how it turns out? I'll, I'll open for you. Yeah, go ahead. Because I, I got to throw the ball around with your kid a little bit. You did. Bit. And she's really becoming like the athlete that I can actually hang out with and and play sports against. Yes. She's getting there. She wants to play. I threw her some grounders. She's getting it. She's she, she got the glove. Now she's into baseball and softball. Yes. And so I'm like, all right, look, I, do I want you to, to stay with basketball? Yes. Yeah. But I want you to follow your heart. And as long as that's on some sort of sports surface, then yeah, I'll follow good. you. Yeah. So I'm throwing her grounders. And then I started throwing her some pop-ups. She had a Willie Mace. Did she? I mean, you told me about it. Fifty-four yeah. World Series catch. This like I'm like, hey, this kid's got some game. She's she's really and she's not afraid of the ball. Not yet. She hasn't gotten slapped <laughs> in the head with it yet. So I remember that's the problem. She, when she get bonked in the head with one of those things, that's when you start getting afraid. Of it. I remember I got I got crushed with a baseball in our yeah. backyard. I must have been either five or six years old, and, and I probably scared you. When was that? I, bloody nose everywhere, yeah. like blood gushing. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure my mom wasn't thrilled at my dad, but yeah. I remember my dad not being too upset. Like, not to the level of upset or concern that I thought he should be right. because his son is now bleeding profusely. Right. And part of me is thinking like, well, okay, I did it. I never have to play baseball again because this tragedy happened. Yeah. But the way my dad was just so casual about it, it's like this was almost expected. Like the time cops yeah. in Loki, right. like, where my dad is like, no, this is part of the timeline the for you being a baseball player. Right. And uh, lo and behold, ended up playing baseball all through school. Well, at least one as mark. a boy into a man, and 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 if you any time travel, you would say, well, Mark Ellis does come on to be a a, a professional player. That's for probably Dodgers. where my dad got his wires crossed a little probably bit because there is a professional maybe he had major a dream. baseball player, hey, Mark Ellis. Maybe he had a dream. Maybe your dad had a dream where it's like Mark Ellis is going to be a professional baseball player. So he's like, it doesn't matter if you just hit in the nose. Trust me, it's could all be going to work out because I had a dream. There's a lot of famous Mark Ellis's out there. You yeah. got the ba- former baseball player. Right. You got the Australian politician that most Australians hate. Why and I sometimes like, I get tweets about that. Do you really? Aimed at me. That's yeah. Right. Our buddy Kevin, Kevin McCarthy, McCarthy gets the yeah. same thing, all, too. He gets it all the time. All the time. And he just so funnily corrects people. I love how he And then injects a movie people. opinion yeah. about it. Yeah. Because, then you know, the name Kevin McCarthy, it might be a little more 
used than the name Mark Ellis, but not by much. And no, so but there, De- there's De- multiples De- of us. Deborah Messing went after our friend Kevin McCarthy. That is so funny, and really? He, yeah, and he's like, Deborah, big fan, but just to let you know, I can't tell you about that particular thing, but I can let you know I just saw this in the theater and I thought it was amazing. Yeah, the way he corrects him, he's not necessarily saying he's not the person either. He's just he's just No, he, he does he though. He start, steer. I've seen him gently oh, really? steer. He start he, normally he's like wrong account or something or whatever. What, what you might be right, but I, I just I always that poor guy gets it. All of the time. And you know, he's just so positive and genuine. Yeah, he just loves interacting with people, yeah. talking movies. And so when he gets that crap on his Twitter feed, it's just like, <sighs> yeah, I think he's just used to He He knows he, he probably has, it's almost like in Hulk where it's like zero days without an incident. You know, <laughs> so he, he, know, he knows, he knows eventually he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's going to. Here it comes. Well, because I told you, I think it was maybe on, on SEN Live or, or, or something that I posted the clip from my special about me talking about pizza. Yeah. On like a Friday, and some woman quote tweeted oh, yeah, it, yeah, 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 and just started saying, "Well, I'd love to, you know, talk about pizza, but I'm a little more concerned with feeding the children of the world, or like the oceans are drying up, or like uh, like every yeah, we tore, every tragedy we tore into that lady. We tore into that lady. Damn right we did. Yeah, do your research. Right. Oh, so she thought it. She thought it was somebody else. I think she because she's from Australia, and so I'm pretty sure. Oh, you don't know though, <sighs> dude. Come on. Do two and two. Like, like this Mark I, Ellis I guy is not well-liked in Australia. And then, no, for, no, no, for no. Apparently for good reason. Yeah, may, may, maybe so. But what, I, what I'm saying is it just uh, if she's going after you for that, yes, yeah, she should definitely the do her The tenor reason. of people and the vitriol with which they go after me when yeah. they think I'm the other Mark Ellis falls right in line with this. So I'm putting two and two together. And also, every experience that I've had with Australians who actually know who this Mark Ellis right. is has been beyond delightful. Right. They, are, they are some of the best comedy audiences i've ever had in my entire life now, i've never been to australia but when they come to the states they're not like us no they're not they don't go on vacation americans go on vacation for a week somewhere and we end up spending five days of it in the hotel watching specter vision right australians come here and they're here for six months right and they just barnstorm from town to town to town right. living it up going to comedy shows high-fiving crushing karaoke having the time of their life they yeah. write we call it a vacation in america they call it a holiday yeah, okay. because it is nothing but celebration i see yes well you're not that mark ellis you're this mark ellis and you're here on the big thing show with me and this is our third episode of the big thing if you saw it last week was our debut episode last monday uh and then we did a special episode for you guys this past friday special bonus which you shouldn't expect you, on shouldn't, a- you shouldn't always expect it you should expect one you should expect one and that's what you're going to be getting sometimes you pop in the big thing show however will start to maneuver into about four episodes a week um Ooh. but mark ellis will probably be on once a week you should get a mark ellis for every we should show. get the guy well don't not get not, not the guy from australia you should know. definitely have him on we should have him on just to, you talk about ratings gold I, well i tell you and i uh, you, know, you know who's going to come on to be a guest on our on on this show with you and i uh, I, already, so I, I have a feeling it's somebody from our past. Yes, already approved, already confirmed. Okay. Um. Well, let's play the game. You love the. You love right. torture me with this. All right. So it's, give me a hint. Uh, someone, I need one hint. Someone from our past. Come on. Someone from from Schmodown or Schmoes? No. Uh, both. Both. But Bon Bon. <laughs> she come on. She'll be on. I mean, that's that's an, that's. Not fair to say she she wants to come on like she'd come on t- tomorrow. She would probably get here now if I asked her to come over. Tiffany Smith. Nope. You're in there. I got it. Who you got? Okay, I had to do a fact check. I was like, wait, did Catherine Wright remember compete the Schmodown? No. Katie Sackhoff yes. did. 
Yes. So Katie, Katie, I reached out. I was going to have Katie come on today and surprise you, but mm-hmm. she's not in town. So and she didn't want to. And I no, she didn't want to. But I asked her for July, and yep. she said that she's. Uh, she said she'll be available in July, and I said, "All right, let's do it." So me, you, and her are going to do a reunion. Well, you didn't ask if I'd be available in July. You will. I'm free. Yeah. Uh, so she'll <laughs> make the time. So she'll be on with that one. So that's that's kind of the point is that we'll have, we're going to have guests on this show. We're gonna uh, we'll be able to do that, but then on the episodes that Mark's not on, we'll have other people throughout the uh, the 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 Schmodown universe, the Schmoes universe, people in general, like some guests, and 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 as we transition into another studio, which eventually will happen, we'll even have some more guests. And we're not doing the uh, the, the Schmobot on this show. We're not doing donations. We are just oh phew. I know. We're, I just thought we were bombing the first two shows. No, I know. Like not no, one no, donation. Nobody, came in. Nobody's coming. No donations, but. What we are asking for you is to go to that podcast feed. The link is in the description and the new YouTube channel. Subscribe to those. I have been commenting back to everybody on the channels and, and letting everyone know that you have to go and do that if you're able to support us. If you are one of the uh, thousands of people that watched the episodes that we've done already and you haven't subscribed to the podcast feed, Please do it. It's a click. Yeah, that is that's that's how you so. do it. You follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or Google, wherever you get your podcasts, and download the episodes. That is how you help the show. And don't be one of those people that watches it on your phone in public without without some sort of AirPod oh, a situation. It's just a bugaboo about being back out in the world. Yeah. If you're at a coffee shop or the airport. Yeah, and people just don't have headphones. I don't like. That. I almost, if I had all the money in the world, I would just see it and I wouldn't even get upset. I would just walk to the nearest store, yeah. buy them a pair of AirPods, just be like, "Here, you're annoying everybody else." Like Fifty bucks. If I, what did I say? How did I, I qualify? Yeah, I, know, I know. If you had the, money. I had all the money in the world. I know, but still, it's you like, were on the first show. Of this you were, you were just ready to hand me five hundred million dollars, not because I did anything important. No, just, just to, to get me up. to stop doing stand up. <laughs> That's how much you hate my jokes. You were willing to pay me five hundred million dollars. Stop. Just to, Ellis, if to you just you, can I just make you disappear? I just want you to do peaceful stuff. That's all I want. Yeah, when you offer that, I was like, you know, he could hire a hitman for like fifty bucks. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. That's not nice. To hit Who me would in. you hire? In our in our circle? In our community. And again, not for like a like a funny gag. Yeah. Who would you actually hire to murder someone? Oh my god. This is on camera, man. Uh, Dagnino. I'm sorry. Were you actually planning a hit? Yeah, Dag- and I- Dagnino, hands down. No, uh, hands down. He he'd cover all of his tracks. Mm. Blame it on somebody else. I don't think. No. Who? I just think he's he he just wants that spotlight just a little too much. Not as much. Hit, the the way he dresses. That's exactly. Is he very dresses, unique. Dresses like a hitman. It's very unique. It's very yeah. noticeable. Yeah, but that's he's I gonna think, wear a beard mask. Yeah, but he know hides, that. but he's but he hides out in the open. That's what he does. You know who I'd hire? Who? If I was anybody else, I'd hire me. <laughs> you hire you. Nobody's gonna. Nobody's gonna suspect. Me. No, because you're too nice. Nobody's gonna suspect. It's me. true. Um, but here's the thing: is yeah. that I am. I'm. I'm nice, and it goes both ways. Okay. Like I'll help people move. Yeah. I'll give you a ride to the airport. Right. But maybe that's that's if you ask anything of me. You do have. You maybe do. if you ask me about some sort of ulterior motive. Right. You might. You maybe might. if you ask me to to set someone up. You Maybe better, you asked me to double cross someone. You better, you better hope that you never get yourself in trouble down the line. You're, you're, you're <laughs> damning yourself right now. <laughs> it's like you imagine this is like this is like the this is formerly like if Inside Edition was still around. This is the footage they've using. The thing that happens to everybody if you're around an officer of the law or yeah. you're in some sort of courtroom setting, you which I have been over the years, you you just instantly your whole life flashes in front of your eyes, and it's you watching it and saying, "Wait, wait, did I actually murder someone?" Right. 
You've been in a state where it's like, wait, have I killed someone? Oh, it's, well, it's Did like, I it's, kill? It's like when you go into the store, or, or not even a store, if you're around somebody and somebody goes, hey, man, did you, did you see my keys? And you check your... Your yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I can take the guy's keys. Why yeah. am I checking my pockets to show him that I didn't do it? And that goes both ways too, because some things that I do well know are in my possession. When I was my brother's best man yeah. at his. I've been like five best men, right. and I've never once lost the ring. I'm five for five. Yeah. But when you're when it's your job to hold the ring, oh, until the ceremony, terrifying. I, my hand did not yeah. leave. It looked like I was probably rubbing one out during right. the ceremony because I'm just I did not leave the pocket. No, you got to protect it all I kept checking it. I think everybody goes through that shit, for sure. It was like a little gopher was in my pocket, yeah. just just rummaging <laughs> around in there, making sure that I'm all right, yeah. and and just making sure the ring is in there. Yeah, was, I I have done it myself, and you're just grasping on to, to life onto those things, uh, onto, the, onto the ring. If I could go sure. back and watch a video of it, I bet the, the, the priest, it was when they asked to present the ring, got the ring, and then just saw how sweaty my palms were. Uh, it's just like, is this kid okay? You take your palm away, and it's just like this, like onto the giant, like handprint yeah. on your on your pants. Well, it's a typical wedding. You've been, you've been, you got hammered the night before. Yeah. You're sweating alcohol that morning. Hot church. Passed out by a fountain. Summertime. Yeah. Oh, weddings. Love. You love weddings. Yeah. You're, Big I mean, wedding guy. I think we got a few of them going to be coming up in 2022 because we were talking about that too. How it's how it's like this boom. The the economy is just going to have this big boom because all the I was talking to a friend recently. We have a mutual friend that has a um, made divorce, divorce. <laughs> but no, made a, a shot in the dark. No, no, no. But made a business out of just weddings, photographer weddings, and and bar mitzvahs. Mm-hmm. Businesses shut down like during a pandemic. Yeah, shut down. Not right. a lot of people want want a photograph of the drive by no, birthday party through the window or whatever, mm-hmm. which ultimately I think is what he was doing. But he then. Uh, you know, now that now it's business is booming again because yeah. everyone's planning the weddings. And everything, it's like, and it just like spiked. And that's what that's what's going to happen to everybody. If I give you a ceremony, one ceremony to attend, yeah. I'm going to give you uh, and it's the same level of friend. Yeah. Would you rather go to their birthday party or their wedding? Depends on the friend. Depends on the friend, because there's some there's some people who won't okay. put in the same type of effort. For me, the big thing for a wedding is food. Like, yeah, the, the we- spread. Like, so. The same friend that I told you that I just was talking about, mm-hmm. uh, now divorced, but his wedding, his first wedding, some of the best food. I, I mean, the amount of food, like from different like places that I just loved. Right. Like my favorite sushi place had a whole table. And then I went to the other side. My favorite Italian place that I went to had a whole table. Like th- this was ridiculous. This That's happened. pretty well done. Yeah. And then um, my other friend, divorced. Um Food was, is that rate still at fifty percent, or, or are we thinking it's ticking up to it's, like God, the seventies or the eighties? My, my big thing with the divorce stuff is, even though the, I don't think the first couple I uh, talked about today qualifies, but I think getting married and I apologize to people that are married at at a young age, and maybe don't. maybe you're gonna maybe no. you're gonna no, you know what you it. were doing. I just don't think getting married at 22, 23 years old is a smart thing. <laughs> Just don't. In your personal experience, because you waited until what? I was in, I was early thirties. Early thirties, 30, 31, 32, 31. Okay, thirty one. Yeah, and like, I and and I'm wishing you luck. If you got married at twenty one or twenty two, and there are tons of people that that do it and are with the loves of their life, and it works out. Stats aren't great. The stats are not great at that. At that at I just that wonder age. where it comes from because my brother and his lady are still together happily, and they were high school sweethearts, okay. but they didn't get married right away. Right, right. 
Well, that's what I meant. I'm not saying not stay with. I'm not saying if you may, if you. I think he was need 27. Okay, that's a good age. So, but that's it. You gave it some. You gave it some tests in the I'm, real world. Yeah, I'm talking 21, 22. When yeah. I see like a lot of the people that get 21, I just think that was like how it was back in the olden days. Got to get married at 21 and 22. Well, yeah, because you're going to be dead in five years. Yeah, yeah, my my mother had me at like 25. Yeah. Oh, way. Oh, it's nuts what our parents did. 25? I think my mom was probably around the same age when, when she had my sister. And it's just, it, it's like, look, it, it, my advice would be, if you don't go to school, if yeah. you don't go to college, then maybe you can get married earlier if you're with the person that you think you want to marry. Right. You need to work in the private sector for some period of time just to be out of school. Because school, it, it's sort of like you're living in a biosphere. Yeah. High school, college, graduate school. Just be out in the real world for a little bit. Yeah. Get your feet wet. And then see if you're a sea monster, and then figure out if this is still the person. Yeah. Because school is just very different. School and, is training but, camp. But you discover yourself and other things that you think about how different you were at 21 or 22 years old, and the way that you saw the world. And I'm the a way bad that, example, but most people, yes. Well, most people, like 21, 22 years old, you just see the world differently. You look at what you're more. You're, you're, a lot of people are more selfish at 21, 22, and you're not thinking about is uh, you. The goal, as it should be, is on you and what you're going to accomplish in your life at 21 or 22 years old or what you're going to be able to do. And it's like, that's where I went wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, that's where I broke back. Yeah, I, 21, 22, I just, I, there was no chance in my life where no. I was. At, no way. No, but 21, you and I, you, our, our path was, we, no, both of us, we're, we're going yeah. down this path where you, you need to test yourself in this career and right. see if you can flourish in this career. Yeah. And you can't really even have a backup plan. With this particular walk of life, right. you really can't have anything to fall back on to because this thing is going to be such a trial by fire. It's going to throw crap at you that if you have something to fall back on, right. probably going to do it. Yeah. Um, Mark and I were and talking that life about... life is, of course, being a hitman. That's right. Mark and I were talking about this before we uh, started the show today. And I have been talking... You heard me on SEN Live. I've been talking about Native. And Native is my favorite deodorant maybe all time i saw it in your restroom it's fantastic and mark had asked me ah, i've never been really the natural deodorant guy and neither was i i couldn't stand natural deodorants because i'm like they don't work i put them on me i still smell like an alley cat five minutes later <laughs> this one works and it's fantastic and sometimes it rains on your birthday sometimes the line for coffee wraps around the building sometimes gas goes up 10 cents and sometimes life stinks here's the good news you don't have to stink Native has your back. Native cares about the products that you put on your body. They're about stopping that stink and doing it the right way. That's the Native difference. You probably already know about Native's legendary aluminum-free deodorant, but have you tried their body wash, their toothpaste, or their brand-new mineral-based sunscreen? I just got it. My wife was, like, raving about it. She's very excited to have it. Uh, it's, like, everything in my Mark, – Mark just said it – everything in my bathroom – is needed. I saw the sunscreen too, prominently displayed. Yeah, it's not like oh, we got this sample and now we're just going to put it no, in the no, back. No. no, no, this is we're like we are like native like uh, stands. Uh, native has a broad spectrum SPF 30 sunscreen. It's for your face, for your body. It's lightweight. It absorbs quickly, and you can choose between unscented or coconut and pineapple. Native is on a mission, and they are accomplishing that mission, to overhaul your entire hygiene routine by putting the care in self-care with products carefully made to work against odor that are made with simple ingredients and smell great. You can get their deodorant and body wash in amazing scents like coconut and vanilla, citrus and herbal musk, lavender and rose, and more. 
You can even build your own personalized product bundles, mix and match three of your favorite scents, and keep them on your rotation so you have uh, for every occasion. So you want to stay fresh. You want to stay clean with Native by going to native.com slash live or use that promo code live at checkout and get 20% off your first order. One more time, nativedeo.com slash live or use the promo code live at checkout for 20% off in your first order. I love it. I love it. I got to get you some because please it, do it, the nat because it's the natural, uh, the natural deodorant for me. I was the same way. I'm like, yeah, I, I get no, it. No, it like made me smell worse. Yeah. It's like it, it, the good, I think any natural, like it goes, it, it goes faster than like the other mm-hmm. deodorant, right? Like the other deodorant probably, probably won't reek until, you know, bedtime. This is, you know, you just you gotta apply it, but it's but it's it works. And you have to use it for it to work, it. is what you're you gotta, saying. Yeah, you gotta use it, but it doesn't. It's a little. It's it's and the body wash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's it's addicting. Yeah, I mean, I. It's weird because like 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 the classic deodorants we've been using. It's it seems like there's a lot of crap in there that's probably going to end up being the death of me. And I don't yeah. really want to be a guy who is at the funeral for himself and people are remembering me. Hopefully, finally, and they're like, yeah, it's just Mark's armpit. <laughs> what got him? His, yeah, it's uh, yeah. yeah he did, that, that right pit aluminum. <laughs> He's got too much metal in his He's armpit. Got too much. It's great, and I and I've been uh, as you know, if you've been watching SCN Live, I've been raving about Native, and I, I love it. I Prominently displayed in the bathroom. It's really good. I mean, I clean my bathroom. When I clean my bathroom, I have the products that if I have a guest over, I want you to, to notice see that I, what I use. Check out this fine yeah. cologne. Well, my wife was the one once she found out that they were doing the um, the sunscreen, and she's like, get some. And I was like, I'll supposed I, to put I, it on all the time, especially out here in Southern yeah, California. Um, you see all the, and we talked about it a little bit on on Goofball last week. But did you see um, uh, the, all the hoopla going on with the new Indiana Jones? With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar, you're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Hoopla. Yeah. Well, I, saw the, I saw the first image. Yeah. And it, which was just like a picture on set of Indiana in Jones costume. wearing a mask. Yeah. It's him in a costume. Yeah. So the big hoopla, and I don't need to get into the whole big thing again because I covered it pretty extensively on Goofball last week. But it doesn't just, sound like a topic that you were goofing off about too much. It was not a goofing off topic, but it was like James Mangold, who I love. Yeah, I think he's a phenomenal director. He's um, Logan and Ford oh, yeah. versus Ferrari, or just caught Logan again the other night. Part of it, it's great. It's really good. You ever, did you ever see Ford versus? You like Ford versus? Ferrari. Oh yeah, it's that's great. that's where at the at the the the, the post uh, premiere party. I was at a bar okay. next to Harrison Ford, just the two of us. For what? No idea. With Ford versus Ferrari? Until after he had already left the bar. At Ford versus Ferrari? I'm there. Mark Fernandez is at the screening. Okay. And he's the one with a couple other people at our table yeah. that just gave me crap because we were one of the first ones. That, you know how I am at, at yeah. a premiere, and then I, I, I want oh, to be the right. first to person to get to the right, bar. Right, right, right. And I get up to the bar. I happen to see a comedian buddy of mine, Ray Anderson. He's a big Van Halen fan. We okay. start talking. We start chatting. And I see his eyes drift over a couple times, but I don't want to be a dick and break eye contact right. too much. I, I'm interested in what was going on in his life. Sure. 
gets me in my beer, and then I just I turn around this way where I should have right. turned around this way. So I turn around this way. Harry nice. Ford's right, right here. I turn around this way, walk back, and Fernandez is just laughing his hat. And, and I'm like, what, what, what? So he's like, you didn't see. He's like, Harrison Ford was standing right next to you. Oh, wow. Just the two of us. Just, and nobody else was around. Ships passing in the night. You, you are pretty clueless that way, though, sometimes. Like, someone could be right next to you, and you, like, just. In his defense, yeah. he did not say hi to me. That's fair. Because he thought I was the Australian Mark Ellis. Get out of the way. I don't like your politics. <laughs> I don't have time to talk about pizza. Yeah. He, um,. But anyway, so that... Yeah, what's the hoopla? What's the, is uh, the there hoop- controversy? No, no, no. The hoopla is the same stuff that I have been just ignoring over the last couple of years. It's just that someone, someone tweeted out something about how the movie would be terrible mm-hmm. because, you know, uh, Spielberg wasn't directing it and Kathleen Kennedy was involved and all that stuff. And just stuff that fans that are either... You're, you're, either, you're either skeptical or, or you don't... Right. The, you have the right to tweet it. If you you have the right to tweet it, if you think like that to me, that to me, that particular tweet wasn't nasty. It was, I don't think it's going to be that good. I don't think it's accurate. Yeah. Uh, but I think that it's, it's just, it's out there because like, but then I think Mangold rightfully kind of wrote back and said like, look, we haven't made the movie yet. <laughs> you, you, you don't, you don't know if mm-hmm. it's going to be good or not. And then it just kind of caught fire because I'm like. He started going like responding to everybody, and then there's there's certain people who just want to have the conversation with mm-hmm. him, and then there's other people who just as my just want to get it rise and, the the world yeah. burn right. And I just and I and I this is what I emphasized on on the show the other day was I don't understand the need for that like uh, to like to just sit back and make make the movie. I'm 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 down. I want to see what you're gonna do. I don't think you need to go and start tweeting it every I day. think we all feel that way. I think yeah. we all have fallen victim to I certainly have that temptation yeah. as yeah. to like I, I got these I got these these A holes on a T. Yeah. And I'm just gonna go definitely take them behind the woodshed for everybody to see. Yeah. But yeah, the the thing is make your make your art and let the art speak for yeah. itself. But I understand Mangle that just being like, look, I need to get the cart before the horse here or I need I need to get the horse before the cart here right. a little bit just right. to say like, hey this would not have happened if people liked Kingdom of the Crystal Skull more, or if that was a better movie. Uh, because yeah. you have such a stink on Indiana Jones, on any new Indiana Jones adventure, because we haven't seen a good movie, in most people's opinion, we haven't seen a good right. movie since, since, since 1989. Right. Well, I think there's a pocket of the fans that felt that way, but I think there are also people who feel because of ever since Disney taking over in 2012. Sure. And and for some reason, Disney coming in completely washed away everything else in their mind that Kathleen Kennedy did produce. She could, that's fantastic. She produced Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right. That's, that's, that's a pretty people, good movie. That's, that's what people I'm told. Are, people are like, oh, Kathleen Kennedy's involved. She was involved in the other ones. Right. It's like, so, I mean, right. Yeah, so it's like, that's, but e- either way, uh, my, my bigger thing wasn't necessarily to get into any of that because I, I like, you, who, because there is an argument to say, like, well, as, as fans, we can say, like, because if you were and I were on a video back in the day and we said, like, look, there's an announcement that came out that a new Indiana Jones movie. I don't know. I've been happy with a lot of the uh, stuff that's been coming out of Lucasfilm lately. Spielberg's not directing this movie. Not for me. It's fair to say. We have the right to say it, but I, I would like to think yeah. that if James Mangle was like, hey, let me call into the Schmoes No Show and talk to you guys about this. Absolutely. We would say that. And I don't think that we would that we would just kiss his rings. No. I think we could ask him some tough questions. And you'd, you'd ask the questions, but I think that it gets into, like, that particular exchange was, a, and anyway, so the whole thing. It's also just the fallacy of Twitter is that you have these characters yeah. to, this amount to express 
this giant thought about a movie, right. which is which is in itself just an, an albatross of a bear trap. It, jumping into more so what I want to cover with this today was is Indiana Jones in general. Sure. Because I guess the conversation, I know you are an optimist when it comes to this stuff. And, and I, I still, I, I rewatched uh, Crystal Skull for the Rotten Tomatoes yeah. show, and I do not hate that movie. Okay. There's certain parts that bother me tremendously, yeah. but I, where you and I, have a just a disagreement where we've drawn a line in the sand is whether Harrison yeah. Ford was actually playing the role or not. Yeah, yeah. And, I said it the other day. But I also love the alien angle to it because that was how I felt about that's how me, not living through the 50s, looks back on the 50s and it's like there was a lot of that paranoia. Yeah. And it's Steven Spielberg and there's there's aliens and it's like he's pretty good at making those kind of movies too. And so I didn't hate that there was that involvement. If we're going to give all this credibility to all the stuff in the Bible that that's real, we can't have visitors come I down. I don't, I don't mind that that part of it. We got a knight story. who's been yeah. alive for eight hundred years, right. who's so old, Christian. He's blue. No, no, the I don't, poor guy yeah. hasn't seen a doctor in <laughs> seven hundred years. Right. The, you walk into there, and sure, there's a lot of grails. There's also a lot of skin mags. There's a lot of Whopper wrappers in the corner. The poor, how many Uber Eats people died trying to get that man a meal? And we're and we as audiences are like, oh no, that's how it works. And yeah. as soon as we see aliens, we're like, that's not Indiana Jones. Like, you, you come have, on, you have chosen wisely. <laughs> Can is my sister still alive? <laughs> We don't know, Jack. Did you get a letter to mother? Yeah. Please. Oh, you didn't hear? Yeah. She died six hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so but I, the the movie itself, Crystal Skull. You know, I we. When was the last time you saw it? That's just gonna say. Do you remember who? We, let's see. Trivia question for you. Who did we see it with? Because we saw it in the theater. Wasn't a screening. We saw it in the theater together. We had just. We were still reviewing movies. Not even on YouTube. Martini Peritori. No. Catherine Reitman. No. You're right. It was a woman. Yeah. No. I. <sighs> You're not gonna get it. Yes, I am. All right. Take it easy. We went and we saw it. Because I remember us walking out of the Grove and you not being happy right away. Yeah. But you said that you wanted to, because we, we were walking to film the review, which is why I thought it was Martini. Yeah. Was and, 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 and you were like, I'm, I'm not going to crush it. I'm not going to crush it out of respect. But I remember you not being happy. I think I did crush it in the, in the review. I, I think you're thinking about it. Once something. we start. No, no, no. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Once, once you and I start going. Was it for that? Because I. Who was it? It was my wife. She was not my wife at the time, though. She was my girlfriend. Really? Yeah. And oh, don't show her this vid. She was the three of us, and she probably wouldn't remember it anyway. But we, but we went, and I, I say, like, I, I don't like that movie, and and it was like this was it was really it was yeah. I said it's too damn cheesy. The guys swinging around like Shia LaBeouf swinging around in the yeah. trees with the monkeys, and and I like that was really disappointing. And I remember you trying to convince yourself I liked it, and then he was like, it, it looked but, like, but but right away. I acknowledge freely that the swinging, that the monkey tree you did, you did. nearly ruined the entire movie. You, you and the did. sword fighting Absolutely. nearly ruined the movie. See, see that, that goes back to the question you just asked me of when was the, how many times have you seen it? I had seen it one time, and that was with you and my wife back. I'd never revisited it because I disliked mm -hmm. it so much. And then I started rewatching, I think it was on Netflix recently, and I started watching right. the beginning, and it was, it, it was, it reassessed to me that problem that I had of of Harrison Ford just like he was just doing a thing. He wasn't being Indiana Jones. Like he jumps into that 
car with the Russians, and I talked. You about this hated this scene from I the trailer. Hate, hated it. I so remember you having concerns I've, about the I've movie based on that on scene, scene from the trailer. He leaps in, and I've done this before, and I'll do it again. He leaps in. The, the guy's a, huh? yeah, huh? Huh? damn, closer than I thought, or whatever he says. Mm-hmm. And then he then he punches them, and it's like, or farther than that, whatever the hell he said. And then, like that kind of stuff. It was just, it was too gimmicky, and it was Spielberg, I think, kind of conceding to Lucas inside of this whole thing, and. I'm going to watch it again. I yeah. am going to watch it. I, I just don't see that being uh, so much more appallingly gimmicky than, like, for instance, in Last Crusade, a scene that I still find really funny where the little librarian is stamping and at the same time yeah. Indiana Jones is trying to... Sh- sure. And, and it's super loud and the guy thinks it's a stamp. It's like it's just a funny scene. Yeah, yes, but I think that the difference is the matter of A, script, B, how you're... Like, directing and and music and tone and all that and the way that it's pieced together because you can do it in a way that comes off really cheesy or kind of the, there are little bits right. that, like the, the bits are, are one thing overall tone because that stamping thing you're talking mm-hmm. about that wasn't the overall tone of that entire film there there's bits throughout last crusade with with him and his dad and the funny things right and the, the sleeping with the same woman and like oh she talks in her sleep or all that all that it's funny and there, there are bits throughout it and those those work better which i'm not disagree i'm not saying yeah. king of the crystal skull is a great movie i know movie. what you're saying yeah but the the other issue the the more issue that i have with that movie is in the larger context of what it means for indiana jones canon simply because now we're we're, we're stuck with mutt Right, because I didn't hate him in that movie, but now he's, I didn't necessarily. Yeah, I wasn't necessarily begging for him to be in the movie right. in, the, in the first place, because right. I felt like Indiana Jones could have pulled this off just fine without him. But it, you know, get Karen Allen back and have them go on yeah. an adventure, and then that's it. We don't need this. Kid like, hey, millennials, look, this yeah. movie's for you too. I think what they were trying to do with that movie back then, because that was what two thousand eight, mm-hmm. and they tried. They were trying because Shia LaBeouf at that point was coming up to be like, you know, the big movie star, whatever he was. And they were going to basically transition the franchise to give it to Mutt. That's what it felt that's like. What, it felt that, like a handoff. That's what, that's what the rumors were. And then when they realized that, as Christian Slater say, went over like a fart in a car, um, <laughs> it, it, they, they bailed on that plan as they should have. But because of all that, because of the tone, because Harrison Ford is – 80 years old or whatever he is, people are thinking right away that, wow, this can't be good, this next movie. I couldn't disagree more. James Mangold has been turning, and I said this the other day, and I and argue with me if you want, but has Mangold, Mangold the last couple of movies has had a better filmography in his last three movies, or maybe even four, than Spielberg has. Yeah. Um, it's... And I'm not talking body work. You're not. You're not, you're not comparing th- those two. That's Logan not. and Ford v Ferrari. I would put up there with just about anybody's not, last it, ten years. Yeah. See you later, Ready Player One. That's that you already lost to Logan or whatever it was. And then and then Bridge uh, uh, Bridge of Spies. Good movie, but not not, not doesn't compare to. I, I like Ford versus Ferrari. He did better. the Wolverine. He, he did, did 310 to Yuma. Yeah, he's good. in 2007 he did Walk yeah. the Line in 2005. Yeah, the guy's got some good. He's got some really he's a really good director. Got some good stuff going. He's a really yeah. good director and he's and he's and he loves Raiders. And and this isn't supposed to be a comparison between him and Spielberg because Spielberg obviously has to sign off cuz he's producing the movie and everything too and I'm but you could also feel the conflict I think even as a fan. I I, I hesitate to even call myself a fan of that movie, but I think I liked it more than I remembered, okay. or I can appreciate it more. Yeah. But you can still feel that 
you can see where it's George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, yeah. and it's sort of Spielberg just like saying, "All right, yeah." It's like if, if I came to you and I'm like, "Dude, just please, just let me do a Schmodown exhibition right. that is just Wayne's World too." Right. And and if I if I begged you enough as your friend, you'd be like, "All right, fine, we'll do it." Right. And you, and and you're hosting with me. You're not going to love every second of hosting it because you're like, what are we doing this for? But we'll for? put in the effort. And we'll but make but it, you're going we'll to you're going to give a game effort because yeah. you care about and this and and all the stuff where Spielberg was supposed to direct uh, a Star Wars a Star Wars movie and never did it, and yeah. they, they, they were able mm-hmm. to do it together and work together again. They're buddies and they did everything they're supposed to do. And George, I don't can we do it? Maybe right. I have a gopher pop up. Yeah, you know what, George, we'll have the gopher pop up. That's yeah. fine. Uh, and 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 it is what they collaborated. They did. I just think that the strategy. For me, the prequels, the Star Wars prequels, age better when you watch them now in comparison to what you used to look at them as. Because if you watch them as kids' movies, right, mm-hmm. they really play to children. Like, and, and in a re- and, Oh, and, certainly. And, and the stories are really good, and, and they, they hold up. Indiana Jones doesn't hold up for children. It's just not a children's thing. Like, you can watch those prequels, you can watch them with kids. Like, I can't... Like, Raiders of the Lost Ark, like... Indiana Jones shoots a guy in the middle of the street. The monkey brains. It's not. It's not meant for kids. It's just not meant for. Children. Well, it, it's Temple of Doom. Nazis. All. All three of them are not meant for kids. Um, not young children. You know, like when you can. Not twelve, thirteen years old. I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark when I was like six years old. My dad shouldn't have taken me to see that movie. Oh, I was probably. I was probably nine or ten. I was like six years old when I saw that movie, and I. And it's still. It's probably. It's. It's. If I ever do that freaking list I was telling you about that I want to do of my 100 favorite movies of all time, that would easily make it. You still, into, I thought you did that. No, nah, I was going to, though. But you started. I started. But that was, that was my that, – that, that's in there. I mean, I love that movie. I Raiders love, of the Lost Ark? Way more than Last Crusade. I don't know about that. But, yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark is definitely my top 100 favorite movies easily. of all time. And, I, and I, I'd probably put it in my top 20. But the other thing you have to take into consideration, even as a Harrison Ford yeah. defender in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, is around that time, it sort of seemed like Harrison Ford was just getting done with acting. He just didn't really... He, he was still in... He was in, like, Firewall and, and right. the, the Hollywood Homicide right. and stuff like that. And it wasn't really until not... Uh, the Force Awakens for the first time, but when I saw him as uh, Branch Rickey in yeah. 42, the Jackie yeah, Robinson really movie, yeah. he cared about that. He right. cared about playing that character right. in a way that I don't think you saw with Hollywood Homicide. He cared about playing Han Solo again. In, in Force Awakens, yes, he did. And we started to see him start to embrace the fact of, of who he is, and people appreciate him for who he is. And so I think that that same tender love and care approach to honoring right. the legacy of this character is going to factor in with Indiana Jones. Too. I do too. And I think that this is, I think that, I mean, Spielberg, obviously Spielberg, but I, I, I would also say that I would love to hear the overall conversations, what was going on. Cause I don't think he was, I just don't think he was locked into playing him that time. I just don't. But this time, Mm-hmm. I think he will be, and I think that Mangold's going to get that out of him the same way that Mangold got the, that amazing performance out of Hugh Jackman, who's usually locked into all of his stuff. But I think that – do you see any of the, 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 the leaked photos that came out? Of? Of the movie. Indiana Jones? Yeah. No. There's, there's a Nazi train. Good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's great, but the question is, at what point in – now, are they de-aging him or going back into it, or – does he discover Nazis in 1950 or 1960? We still don't know what the plot is. I don't know what the we, plot we don't know, is. Because there's been all the speculation that right. it's going to be maybe flashbacks. 
and there's younger Indiana Jones playing. That's what I always hoped. Where where it's like the the beginning of Last Crusade, which is great. Yeah. But I I don't know. And at this point, especially at this point in my career, I don't care to know. Right. Same. Same. I'll see whatever the trailer tells me. I because I will watch the trailer. Yeah. But I just don't care about like doing the deep dive into oh this person's cast, so that means that this is going to happen, and then this is going to do that, and then that. Same with me. It's like I'm I'm just. I am just very ex- excited for the movie. Mm-hmm. And I I would be, it's funny, I think, and it's so weird to say this like years later, but I would be more skeptical if Luke was, if uh, Spielberg was directing. Um, not because I don't think Spielberg's still a great director. I do. I would just be like, okay, the last, I liked Ready Player One, and a lot of people who didn't, I liked it. I thought there was some stuff sometimes, I think his bigger things don't hit the way that they used to. Right and Mangold Bridge of Spies is pretty good. It was good, it was good. But I mean, like I, I think he, when it comes to those movies, the post, that the post when it comes good. to movies yeah. like that, he's he's Spielberg. Right. He still got it. I just think the big blockbuster movies for what they are now. It's I, I don't know. I just I haven't really latched on the way that I used to. And because I was skeptical inside of the kind of the cheese of it of the last one but i think that mangold is just on fire right now people think like how old do you think mangold is do you know because mm, i didn't I, know this until looking it up i don't he didn't seem that old to me when i was when i sat across from him at when we were doing the ford v ferrari yeah. thing so i think he's probably i'm gonna i'm gonna say he's 51 58 which okay. is but still you're in the you're in the he's race a young 58 he is but but that's that's the other reason it's like it's something might like 10 years younger than my dad. It's like, stay, stay off the internet, dude. Don't, don't, don't bother. Yourself. I just, I, 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 I would be fine if Spielberg was directing it. I, I am I not opposed to injecting new blood into a franchise like this at yeah. all. I think it could use it. But with Spielberg, he's the same kind of guy like Harrison Ford that I trust to be like, have that comedian mindset where your last set didn't go as well as you wanted. And, and so now you have that revenge set. I, I agree. Because yeah. I think that's why Harrison Ford wants to do this movie. Yeah, because it's like, I think he wants to just drop up. the mic or the fedora, so to speak, and just be like, um, hey, yeah. I'm still this guy. Watch. I, I agree with that. And I also will backtrack a little bit that if it was like, okay, look, well, and again, nothing against J.J. Abrams. A lot of things mm-hmm. that he Chris, But if like J.J.'s directing Indiana Jones, I'm like, I don't know. Uh, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be pumped about that. And I would, rather, I would rather Spielberg do it at that point. But there's something about Mangold. Mangold's got an edge. And mm-hmm. Mangold has like Ford versus Ferrari is not talked about enough. That movie is phenomenal. Like it is phenomenal. There's, there's good, there's good little comedic moments in that yes, too. Absolutely, that, that I want in an Indiana Jones movie because I like when when JJ a lot of times when JJ does does comedy. Yeah. I think it I think it works. I think he's a funny guy, mm-hmm. and I think that it pays off for the most part yeah. in his movies. And so I think that's I would trust him with the comedic angles of Indiana Jones. Right. But I think Mangold can pull that stuff off too. I think he can definitely pull it off, um, and I think that I do want to see more of that. Like there was more of the edge that was in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, what you know? What you know? You don't like the edge? <laughs> Just no, no. You remember? When we, you, you're going to know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Remember when we both lived on Blackburn? Yes. And I came up to you one time, and I'm like, because hey, I just moved there. Yeah. And I was like, hey, dude, you know who lives on the street? I was like, the guy that played the Nazi. <laughs> and you cut me off. And you're like, no, I know exactly who you're talking about. He looks like that guy. He's oh, not that yeah, guy. Oh, yeah, I do. I do. The guy who looked exactly <laughs> like, the, guy in the, like truck. the Nazi. In the truck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, he was. He was who gets it? No, the, the guy who gets his face melted to the end. The, the guy. Oh, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he was the guy that worked at the gym. And I was, yeah. like, I was like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was like, I, I was like, Christian, the guy lives yeah, on our yeah, street, and you're like, because <laughs> you can see the look, and you're like, Ellis only talking about one guy. He's like, I know who you think it is. It's not that guy. Yes, okay. But I agree with you. Or line. Uh, yes, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> the other thing. I wanted to uh, also let you guys know about is we talked about this the other day on Friday. We've been talking about it in general. Mark knows it. Mark loves it. Use uh, it. And use it all the time. Use it. Clear. Thank you. If you guys are itching to get back to what you love, well, clear is for you. Next time you head to the airport, make sure that your experience is fast. Make sure that it is safe and easy as possible. That's why we are very excited to talk about Clear today. It is easy. It is fast. It is effortless. Clear is a secure identity platform, creates frictionless journeys at airports and beyond. You got to move faster through airport security, and you got to feel confident returning to who, where, and what you love. With Clear, all you need is you. After a quick one-time enrollment with your government-issued ID, you can just use your face or eyes for safer, touchless entry at airport stadiums and more. Create your account online before going to the airport. And once you get there, a friendly ambassador helps you finish the process and you can use Clear immediately. You got to join over 5.5 million people who are already using Clear. Once you become a member, you can use Clear for faster, touchless, seamless entry across Clear's network at airports, stadiums, arenas, concert spaces, offices, restaurants, and so much more. Clear members can add up to three friends or family members to their account for a discounted rate. And even better, kids under 18 can tag along for free. And that's very helpful to me. Clear is the absolute best way to help you get back to what you love. They have locations in over 35 airports across the country, making it safer, easier, and faster to reunite with loved ones or take that much-needed vacation. It works great with PreCheck. And right now, for a limited time, you can get your first two months of Clear for free. You got to go to clearme.com slash SEN live and use the code SEN live. That's clear, C L E A R, me, M E dot com slash SEN live and use that code SEN live for your first two months of clear for, re- for free. One more time, clearme.com slash SEN live. Use that code SEN live. And you're going on vacation soon. I am going on vacation. What soon. part of Hawaii? Uh, not yet, but, I, but I'm going back. I'll tell you that. I'm definitely going back to Hawaii. I you sound like Jack and Lost. I'm I'm going back. <laughs> Got to go back. Next time, I'm telling you, man. I want to spend like I want to spend like a month uh, in Maui. Just you, a month. You actually have that ability to stay a month, but your yeah. family would leave you because you could get a project, uh, some sort of production job, based on your background with The Bachelor, doing one of these like Temptation Islands. Yeah, sure. It shows that film there. Yeah, but you still have to work doing that. So I don't, I, that's why. Is but, it work? However. However, there's two ways to potentially do it for Schmodown. To go to Hawaii? Yes. For a month? Not for a month. Okay. But to go in general. Uh, the first is that next season, potentially offering the winner, winning faction mm-hmm. a trip to Maui, right? And then you and I just tag along? We would record, we would record the factions and like a, for, for content. So yeah. it would be, be part of the gig. We'd have to go. Okay. So that's the first part. The second part, um, hey, Adam Stanley does it all the time. We can do it. <laughs> The the second one, what the hell was it? Was Walking around the island with my stupid orange suit, stupid just orange asking man. random people. That's it. What was I had another way to get to Hawaii? And I in the movie The Descendants. Yeah, just ask Hawaii questions. Um. Anyway, there was. A, oh, did you finish Mirror? I forgot what, what you, you finished the whole thing. Mirror East Town. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I knew there was some. It's here. No, we, we spoiled that whole thing on did, the first yeah, episode yeah, of this. Someone got mad at us. What are you gonna do? Dude, what about hacks? You watching hacks yet? 
No. Heard about it. Heard great things. Yeah. Our boy Adam Ray shows up in it for a sec. That's what you said last week, but he wasn't. But he's, he wasn't in the one you thought he was in. I'm. I'm sorry, Peaches. I, <laughs> is that why you watch the show? <laughs> Did you watch it on a wing and a prayer that Adam Ray is going to show up? Hey, well, you know, you pitch somebody that they're going to be. In he, the- I saw an Instagram thing that he did, and it's him interacting with uh, what's her face from Maravista. You talk about He Man? No, no, I'm talking. No, he, no, he's not in He Man, or he about? might be. He's definitely in Hacks. Oh, yeah, in I know. Scene. But you said He Man. What are you talking about? Last week, you said... You asked me if I've seen Hacks. Yes. And I said no, but our boy Adam said, like, I watched an episode. I didn't see him in it. No, no. That was that's, my, that's then not, you just started talking that's, about he That's not what I said. It's exactly I, how you said No, it's not, it's not true. What I said was, that's what you said last week about Adam Ray, and you were talking about He-Man. You said that he was in it. I have not seen Hacks, <laughs> but I've heard <laughs> tremendous things about it. It's really... Uh, I, I watched the first episode, and I thought it was pretty good, but uh, okay. well, that was it. That was the last time. It, I just don't... Watch shows about stand up. I think is my I, I don't, is my blanket blame, rule. I don't blame you on that. It's hard. I, I did like I did like. Uh, um, I'm dying up here. Yes. Yeah. I did like that show a lot. That that to me was the most pure. Like even though it took place in like the 70s, mm-hmm. like it's still it still to me was the most pure stand up comedy show I had seen. It was very well done. The production yeah. values of it and all yeah. that stuff is great. It yeah. just like there, there's that movie that uh, that Keegan Michael Key did. Um, where it's like an improv troupe, and it's just about them being an improv troupe in New York City, but then there's this Saturday Night Live-like show, yeah. and it might be coming up or coming next. I can't remember what the name of the movie is, but Mike Birbiglia is in it, and then there's some infighting, there's some jealousy because okay. a couple of them get yeah. called up to yeah. the to the show. And I was watching it, and I'm like, this is just... This is the kind of crap that I've seen, that I've lived yeah. through. Yeah, and so I understand the appeal to a mass audience, but just for me in particular, I, to I want to be transported to somewhere else that is not a threat to be my life, which is probably why I gravitate towards the Star Wars and in the, the Indiana Joneses horror, of the world. And horror movies. And horror movies, right. Yeah. There's a, I like to say, knock on wood, there's a pretty good chance I'm going to go to bed tonight and not get possessed by a demon. I did finish Conjuring. Did you finish it? I did not. <laughs> what happened? You just gave up on it? What happened? Yeah. The Phoenix Suns swept. Oh, okay. And were awaiting Chris Paul returning. Okay. The Clippers right. were in a deadlock series with the Jazz, yeah. as were, surprisingly, the Hawks and the 76ers. Yeah, but you found somewhere to watch Loki in between. Yeah, I had an hour. How much left of the movie do you have? Left? I don't know. They they sent me the nice box from Loki, and I'm like, I'll give it a shot. Fair. Um, I, <laughs> I finished it, and it... <laughs> It was. Um, I don't want a box from the Conjuring people, no. by the way. You, you can keep whatever, whatever you put in that box. You keep can keep it. it. Uh, I, I liked it. It definitely isn't. It, it, it's probably. That's what I've heard. It's I like it's it. good, but it's just yeah, not. Like there's, there's definitely some, some things that are like it gets a little silly at the end, but, mm-hmm. it, but overall, I thought the movie was fine. I feel like that's a lot of those movies. Unfortunately, is based on a true story. Means the first five minutes true. are pretty true. Things, things happen that you know, like they were there. But yeah, we don't, we don't know exactly. But um, there's some good moments. <laughs> we saw him walk into a house. We saw him walk into a house. There was, and, a, there, um, there was a house on a farm. That's true. And we think he turned on the sink at one point. Yeah, uh, and there was a cat. But it's always a cat. But the the Warrens, you know, they they it's it's almost as if they were like uh, they almost turned her into like a superhero. You know, so mm, with her, with her ability okay. that she has, and so right. she could have fit into like um, what's the one? The, the Insidious? No, what's the freaking Dude, that's this is, this is why I can't be in Spider-Man. Unbreakable. It's almost like she could be in the Unbreakable movies, like with. Oh, she's, like she's got like that like, that level of psychic ability. She, yeah, and it's like the things that she's able to do, and it's like uh, you could. And I said this last time with you is that you can feel James Wan missing 
Mm-hmm. It wasn't that it was bad. I like I I enjoyed watching the movie. I mean, I I went back. I went out of my way to say I really want to finish this movie because I want to see how it ends. And I was I was and I think their dynamic is so good between the two of them. But um, it didn't it didn't have that overall the same intrigue that the first two had. But still enjoyable. Humans are very adaptable. Yeah. But if I had that power that that Warren has, yeah. Be tough to enjoy your life. How could you? Because like they, at one you just point, walk into a room. Everybody's having a good time. You're like, oh, I sense something. I yeah. gotta leave. Right. Well, did you? So you didn't get to the part where she helped. They they investigate the other murder. No, I don't know. They're talking to the old guy in the basement. Yeah, I don't know. That was that was. He's got a lot of cool artifacts. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's something that happens. You know that she's got to she's got to help another investigation. <laughs> so she's able to tune into it, and she basically. Oh right, there's the, the other murders, and then and then you see the whole thing though. You see the yeah. whole thing of how she's able to do it. But she's just, I'm like, if this was a real, if this really, she, this one was able to do. Like, why isn't she out solving every crime? They just should have leaned into it more. That scene where if you haven't seen it, it's not giving anything away. Where the Warrens are visiting this old retired priest who went through yeah. some some similar stuff, and he takes him down into his basement where he's got all of this devil artifactory right. that he collected over the years. Right. And they're like, "Why do you have this stuff here? Why don't you just burn it?" He's like, "Well, it's safer here than it is out there." He should have just looked at the camera and been like, "Huh? Right. <laughs> it's safer here, so we can explain the movie." That's. <laughs> That's, don't keep it in your house. Don't keep it in your house. It's the same thing we always used to say about... Um, don't keep it in your house. What was that? It was a paranormal activity. It's like, why are you in that house? Get out of the house. Just get out of the house. Just get out of the house. But now, with, with the... You know, back in our day, it was simpler, Christian. Yeah. Your house was haunted. You move. Done so. Now the, now the demon follows you. Now the demon follows you. I know. The demon has become Toby, right? mobile. How many of those Conjuring movies... Not Conjuring. Uh, paranormal movies have they done? <sighs> I want to say six. Let's go through them. So you got the first three, okay. and then you had the ghost dimension was one. You had um, the the the. Uh, I think there's five actually. Right. I don't yeah. remember. I forgot. Like that's that's the other thing is like the like this is what I do like about the Conjuring is that it's just like another adventure in the Warrens' mm-hmm. life that it doesn't even though it kind of connects with Annabelle and all that. It's like yeah. if, if you don't have to really tune in to to, to mm-hmm. know what's going on. Paranormal too. Toby's been doing this, and now he's doing that. It connects to the witches, and it's like, ah, you lost me at fans in the house. No, the first three, though, you can just put them on anytime yeah. and just watch 10 minutes of it, get a good jump scare. That's it. Go about your day. Have you seen um, Have you seen Hereditary, right? No, never saw it. I think you would get into Hereditary, but um, what's the dude's name? Uh, uh, ah, d- damn it. it it's, it's AA. I, I, I know the guy's Arn, initials. Arn Anderson. Uh, it's... That's the guy from The Conjuring. No, Arnie. 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 Um, no, it's not. It's a wrestler. It's it's like Ansel something. God, you guys Ansel are Elgort? lighting up the chat right now. No, it's not Ansel Elgort. It's an actor. Oh. Um, anyway, this guy has he did um mid Somar. Okay. Have you seen that? Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. Yeah, I've never seen either. Dude, you would hate that movie so much. I kind of want that to be some sort of tier. On SCN Live, if we get to a certain amount of Christian's got to watch this like Aud- the thing. Audience would never do it because I've I was supposed to watch the thing. A year ago, because we hit enough subscribers on Twitch. Yeah, and yeah, and, and you're blaming me. No, I know for not finishing a no, Conjuring movie, which I, I at least started. I thing is over here somewhere. Uh, that I will say this, and people don't understand what the hell is was that, that the thing? I don't know what that was? Toby's mad. People we don't understand. It. I have pitched like nights with my wife, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Let's watch an old." I, what about the thing? Because I, in my head, I'm saying to myself, "How great would it be, especially if like on this show, we were? It's like." The big the the title reveal is the thing, like the review. Yeah, and I'm like, that'd be great. We can review the whole thing. People will love it. But she's she's in. She don't want. Are it. you 
Ari Aster is the guy's name. Okay. Ari Aster. Are you pitching the thing in the right way? You want to watch the thing? God, you're a moron. Uh, <laughs> is that not You're it? talking to your wife. Yes. Kurt Russell? Yes. And I don't think, you know, it's just, uh, uh, you know. She, He's America's leading man. Yeah, I know. You lead with I Kurt mean, Russell, I, I, and you can, you we, got her. We, well, that's how it started. And a dog. But that's how it started. We go, we'll go back into have conversations, and we'll, go, we'll lead with actors. I'm like, okay, let's, let's go th- through a fin- filmography of somebody. And we brought up, like, Michael Douglas. We watched a couple of his, and then she's like, all right, well, what about Kurt Russell? And then I said, the thing. And she, she didn't want to watch Did you get too jumpy? Because you, you shouldn't start your Kurt Russell with the thing? viewing with the thing. No, probably not. I went with Captain Ron. With that Maybe not a week after. You guys been in a lot of movies. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend Escape from New York or L.A. to no. start. What would be a good starter Kurt Russell movie? Just to introduce him. Miracle would be good. Yes, yeah, but this is a different. You're going to go to Big Trouble in Little China. Hundred percent. Or Overboard. Or, yeah, Overboard's probably the one I go for with my wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what? We did start watching the other day. She's like, she finally like, one that I've been pitching forever. To watch again with her, and she's like, "Nah, nah," because we because we watched Lethal Weapon, we watched uh, Die yeah. Hard again, we watched these movies, and I had kept pitching. I was like, "What about Beverly Hills Cop?" Because it's one of my favorites. Yeah, time. she'd love it. And then she's finally she, she said she's passed on it. She the other day she's like, "I'll watch Beverly Hills Cop." I go, "Sold, let's do it." So we watched we watched about forty five minutes of it, and then we went to sleep. And uh, and last night I'm like I'm like let's let's finish it up. And she goes, "Nah, I was bored by it." I'm like, "Oh man, killed me." I think she'd like to. Two is better. Uh, two's better than one? Yeah. You're a fucking lunatic. Tony Scott, man. You're a lo- better. Martin Brest. Martin Brest is great. Martin Brest is good. That first movie. Tony Scott is Tony Scott. The first movie is Eddie Murphy at his prime. I disagree. Oh, my God. I think he's entering his prime, and he's at his apex in Beverly Hills Cop 2. Get the, the fuck out of here. where no, he steals the house. It's, yeah. it's just poetry. I, but, yeah, but you don't get that without all the, the shenanigans that were built of what Axel Foley does in the first one. Here's a, here's okay, a, then why is Empire Strikes Back better than A New Hope? Because it's a better crafted film. That's my argument for Beverly Hills Cop too. Better and story. you're throwing oh, better it's story, better story, better dialogue. This is everything that Beverly Hills Cop two Stop is, this. and Wayne's World two, and Naked Gun two and a half. Very few comedy sequels can do this. You know, there wasn't many things that you could say to make me want to cancel this show after three episodes, but I think you just said really all Beverly Hills Cop two did it. <laughs> I, I I need to I need to rewatch it. I need to rewatch it. I do need to rewatch oh, it. Oh, it's so, so good. Right uh, from the start, you get Ronnie, that. I do like Ronnie Cox as a good guy better than a bad guy. I don't know, man. Dick Jones is uh I he's, he's a great bad guy. He's Dick a Jones. great bad guy. Yeah. That's not what I mean though. I, don't, I, I just mean that I like he's a likable guy. He's so rootable. Like, he's rootable. Yeah. So like when he it shows you how good of an actor he was. Like when he when he does uh when he when he did that role in Beverly Hills Cop, you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's like, that's an authoritarian figure. You can see him being somebody's dad, yeah. and you like him. Um, but he is a great Dick Jones, but not only Dick Jones, Total Recall. He, he is a bad guy in Total Recall. So I think he probably, right? I bet you he played a bad guy more than he did a good guy. Probably. But it's like, it, it wasn't it Cop- Copenhagen? Was that his name in, in Total Recall? Oh, you would know better than me. That's pretty sure. This my, my favorite line in Total Recall, though, is. is Two weeks. Not two weeks. When when he, Benny Benny turns on him, the cab driver, and then he kills Benny with the drill. Hey Benny, screw you! Oh, that's good. <laughs> this is the best. Hey Benny, you well, know, you can you can take the Arnold out of Earth, but you can't take the <laughs> Earth out of Arnold. I got yeah. away from me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was there for a second. The thing is, he it's like up. the guy's on Mars, but he's yeah. still just Slaughter. he's still being Arnold. It's. 
that movie is such a mindfuck too. I love that some like, Total Recall is phenomenal. Such Get a ready for a surprise. Movie. Oh, it's so good, mm-hmm. and it, and it's like that. The way that they set that up, it's almost like that. Well, there was Alice in Wonderland. I tried to watch Labyrinth with the nine year old the other day, by the way, and she went okay. By. Calculated risk. She she um. It's not that she didn't like the movie. She she's the three and a half year old isn't scared of shit, mm. right? Well. I was creeped out when I was little, and the and the goblins were bouncing around, and and, and but she she was she want, she she was the one she read about it in her magazine, so she wanted to see it. She and she wound up bailing on it. Um, That's disappointing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I dare say you might have missed your window with her for Labyrinth because I saw Labyrinth when I was like seven or eight. I, I think I saw it when I was. It came out in eighty six. But I loved it. Yeah, maybe I was nine. I don't yeah, know. I was but, nine. I was but nine. like it, nothing in Labyrinth scared me. Necessarily, but I, you're talking to a guy who saw The Exorcist when I was like five. Yes. So she, the kids are different these days, man. She gets she she gets creeped out of like Ursula, and she just. But I'm telling you, the little oh, and this was a story that I've told um, that you'll love because you know how much I raved about Sean the Sheep. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So and I took her to see it, and the other day, the three and a half year old finally saw it after a big argument with my wife and the nine year old who, who were convinced that she was going to be bored. It was like you watching a Bill Burr set. <laughs> she was losing it. Really? Just cracking. You could stand in the kitchen and just hear her like, you're right. <laughs> and she's laughing at every single oh, thing that happened. Best. It was great. Sound of laughter never fails. Not for kids. I could, for, No, for old people, too. old people, too. I still remember Thanksgiving. I can't remember which year it was. Me and my grandma, my two grandmas and my mom were all in the kitchen playing Scrabble. I was yeah. like the only male in the family that was really like hardcore competitive with Scrabble. And yeah. man, we'd have dog fights, trash talking. And then the other room, everybody else decided to put on there's something about Mary. The sounds my grandfather was making, we thought he was dying. We thought he was like having a stroke. <laughs> he loved it. He was laughing so hard. We like went out to check and see, make sure everything's okay. It's the scene where he's trying to resuscitate the dog yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. and he's just losing it. And it was just, oh, it's just like a warm blanket. It's the best. My, I remember the, t- well, one movie that I definitely remember my dad laughing his ass off when we saw uh, Weekend at Bernie's together. Yep. And, yep. And the scene when when they have Bernie tied to the boat. Yeah. And he's banging off the side of the yeah. thing. Dong, dong. Yeah. And my dad, like, just losing it. And I was like, you know, there are certain moments you could just remember, uh, you know, you, you're, whoever, your mom, your dad, yeah. or just, like, laughing. And that, that, that tied into it. And my... And the other one, speaking of my oldest, when we took her to see, we took her to a screening. You were you were there too with the uh, Lego Batman. Oh right, she was loving it. She so there's a scene in Lego Batman mm-hmm. when uh, when he's like no 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 no, and she just was like I never heard her laugh so no so she hard. yeah she was digging she it. Was I was right there with her. Yeah, it was yeah. Really, really funny. Can you name yes classic schmoes no history? Yes, please. What is my favorite scene in Labyrinth? Um, your favorite? Oh, I know your scene easily. Hoggle's taking a piss. Yeah. Just why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? And and my brother and I have a theory that that's the one day that <laughs> that the Hanson Company everybody just took off and they let George Lucas direct a day. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and then George Lucas and he's like, I, I want to see the Muppet taking a piss. Yeah, yeah. and, and like, well, George, you just want him to go off off camera. I want to see the stream of piss come out piss. of the Muppet. Please. Why do we have to see the stream of piss? <laughs> Come out of the, and especially especially Jennifer Connelly. You don't want to see the, the 
Yeah, it's and it's not a quick cutaway. It's just like no, Hoggle's he's, draining he's the draining Hoggle. <laughs> he is, but, what, just, but again, it's like what, a fountain. What was the movie that we were talking about that led us into all this conversation? Because the the one of whether or not it the it, thing. No, it wasn't the thing. Shoot, I was almost there where we had um, that conversation of whether or not it was real or not, and the Conjuring. Oh, shoot, but it was. But I, I was going back into like Alice. The reason I got into Labyrinth because both Labyrinth and Alice in Wonderland. Have, oh, you got a whole thing with that it, movie. It, it has that that thing where you're like you don't know if it was real or not, right? Oh, that t- total recall. That's where that's where we. Mm. So with Alice in Wonderland and Labyrinth, same things. You don't. Because my, my daughter asked me, she's like, "Is was that a dream? Like, you know, does she wind up finding out that it's all a dream? <laughs> and it's like, well, you can think that it is, but you're then Ludo and everybody shows up at the end. And Ludo, friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. with, with yeah, Labyrinth. Show yeah. up. Was the dog's name Sir, wait, who, Sir Didymus was the fox? What was the dog's Sir name? Sir Didymus was, the, I have no idea Sir what Rufus? the dog's name was. It sounds right. Great name for a cinematic dog. Yeah, so, um, but either way, uh, and... Alice in Wonderland, she wakes up, and she's been dreaming under the tree, so you think mm. that... But, Same thing with uh, Wizard of Oz. Yes, right, Wizard of Oz. So Total Recall, though, it's kind of the same thing, because when Total Recall, when he shows up to the, to the implant place, he gives the exact same adventure that he's about to have to the people, and then when they ask what girl he wants to meet and kind of have the adventure with, it's the same girl that we want, Marlena, it's the same girl that we wind up meeting... So even at the end of it, you're like, well, am I going to wake up? Is it do this? It's like you still don't ever really get a clear-cut answer. That, those are the type of movies sometimes when they're like, well, we'll leave you thinking. Because a lot of times I don't like that, that, well, you figure it out. I hate those type of endings normally. Sure. But I like the idea of, I like the Inception. Like when Inception, that thing's moving around. It's like, did it land in, those types of endings I like. It's a fine line. Yeah. That's the genius of The Wizard of Oz to me, though. Yeah. Is that everybody's had those dreams about somebody in your real life right. that are so intense and they did something to cross you right. so intrusive yeah. and so evil and deceitful that you wake up pissed off at that person. Right, of course. Dorothy wakes up and do you think she's going to treat whoever in the town who was the Wicked Witch of the West just like, oh, right. oh, hey, hey, good to see you, Miss Gulch or whatever the hell her name is. Right. It's like, no, I hate that person. She hated her because one time I had a dream yeah. that she threw fire at my scarecrow friend. Right, and well, and, and I think it all it all added up because she was a miserable rat anyway. And the same, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Who played uh, Who played Mrs. Deagle in in the Gremlins? It's definitely somebody who was Deagle, 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 Deagle. I watched that recently, not not too long ago. Is it um? It wasn't Carol Burnett, nah, was it? But it was it was it was a Carol Burnett type actress for sure. Uh, while you try to figure I'm that out, I want to tell you guys about Candid. Um, if you guys are unhappy with your smile, there's no reason to be, because thousands of people have used Candid. It's clear, comfortable, removable, and practically invisible aligners to help straighten your teeth out, and they love their smile. Just like Justin M from Atlanta, Georgia, he said when he was younger, he used to have a gap in the front of his teeth and. Uh, and it was on the front and on the side, and he noticed that people would always look at his mouth first, so he was looking for a fix. Candid ended up being the perfect company for him. He can't stop smiling. There is no comparison. Um, Candid is here. It's there to help straighten your teeth so you can fall in love with your smile, too. The treatment is prescribed and closely monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement. You know, the same quality of care that you get from an in-office orthodontist from the comfort and convenience of your own home. And while other companies use general dentists, Candid only works with orthodontists. 
with Candid, the same orthodontist who created your plan is with you from start to finish, so you never have to worry about how you are doing. The average Candid treatment is just six months. You'll start seeing the results way before then, and it costs thousands less than traditional braces. Become your best you. Start straightening your teeth today, right now. You can save $75 on Candid Starter Kit. You go to candidco.com slash live and use that code SEN live. That's candidco.com slash SEN live. Use that code SEN live. Take advantage of this limited time offer to save $75 on your starter kit. One more time. That's candidco.com slash SEN live. Did you find out who it was? I did. So Margaret Hamilton yeah. played um, the Wicked Witch of the West and Almira Gulch was her first name. Oh. In Gremlins, Ruby Deagle. Played by a woman named Polly Holiday. Yeah, what was Polly Holiday in? Yeah. You didn't like, I, no, I did. Gremlins is the is the headline. Oh, really? Is there a more pleasant sounding name for a nice lady than Polly Holiday? Oh yeah. I want to. I, I. I. This is not dirty. I want to mow her lawn. <laughs> you made it dirty by saying that. Uh, if I had just said I want to mow her lawn, probably. it would have been worse. Well, it depends if you would have barked afterwards. Polly Holiday goes down. She lives down the street. Yeah. Nice old lady, and I would like to go mow her lawn. <laughs> Can you say? I want to mow her lawn and then bark afterwards. I am not going to do that for you. <laughs> I know I know you in sound bites. I want to mow her lawn. I want to mow her lawn. I want her to serve me a nice glass of lemonade immediately afterwards. And I want to put her in a chair yeah. and, sl- and throw her out of a window. Mark certainly does spend a lot of time mowing the, the lawns of... Deagle, deagle. The holidays. Deagle, deagle. That movie. It's another one I, I watched recently. I, I, I just realized how much I just love the 80s. I love 80s movies. I watched Goonies recently. That's it, It's great. There's a reason why most times in the Schmodown, competitors spin away from decades. Yeah. It's because of how much crap is in a decade totally. that we just forget when yeah. we put on our rose-tinted glasses. Because I feel the same way about those movies that right. you do to some degree. Yeah. But there was a lot of bad movies oh, in the Oh, totally. 80s Absolutely. Well, and the what, music. When people are like, I love 80s music. No, you don't. Are you sure you want to make that statement? The, the music in About Last Night is just... So, eighties. I mean, it's just like the, every, everything about it. Like, is it like a Saint Elmo's Fire level? Kind of, but just it's like Saint Elmo's Fire has a rocking saxophone. It does. There's 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 some crazy sax going on in sax and sex in uh, in about last night. How about some lawn mowing? <laughs> a lot of lawn mowing going on. But um, yeah, man. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of eighties movies, and I just every time I go to try to dive into something new. I, I don't know what it is. I'm becoming my I'm becoming my my parents. Like I'm just getting to a point where there's like there there are some I know fast the fast movies come out. Fast nine comes out this this week, right? Comes out Friday. Yes. So like they have all these new movies coming out and I'm your still statement. What a part what, what part of you versus your parents do you still what, what what are the bridges you still have to cross? I don't think you're becoming your parents. I think you already have. I think you passed tense. I, I 100%. I It's I, not a gerund situation. No, I got I think that what it is is that I had kids. Cho- yeah, I had kids, but I choose to watch movies like that. I that make you happy. Yeah, that I just felt were more. I don't know. It's just I. Maybe we're just comfort tap, food tapped out. There's certain things, and I. You can't go back, and you can't you you can't go tweet about uh, the Goonies right now and say how this person shouldn't cast or that shouldn't have. It's like you just enjoy it. You just watch it. You and, don't have all that that fervor and and no. and nonsense leading up to the release of a movie. Yeah, because whatever the movie is. Unfortunately, it's constrained into two hours right. or less, whereas the buildup leading up to it 
was months and months and right. months of speculation and theories. And you just try, you, you, there's no way to cram all of those expectations right. into one tight two hour pack. It'd be like the Tesseract where you just hold it and, no, and your face explodes. I know. I just, uh, I mean, there's just like, I usually go towards 80s movies when I'm going to go watch something recently, you know, unless there's like a series that I want to see. Just to put something on? Yeah. I mean, right now, I'm, I, right now I have to, I have to rewatch, I haven't watched episode two of loki yet i'm gonna watch that so i mean that's there are certain that is what i will say though the good thing i was finding myself in these huge gaps of like i don't have a series to watch for Mm -hmm. now with with marvel doing their series star wars obviously having their series i'm telling you do the boys the boys get back in there i gotta i'm gonna have to probably just do that on my own and check it out because i do i do want to see that um the the other one was um like when stranger things coming back i was i'm so out i'm out you're out how many seasons have been? Three already? It feels like 10. I liked, or was it? I just, can't remember. It's, it, again, it's talking three. about the 80s. No, no. It's, it, one, it's, there's been three because the first series, series was, was great. Loved it. I think the second one was okay. And the third one, did you watch the third one? I did. And I'm you just like, like look, it? guys, guys. I like the third one. I, I, I was there. I remember the 80s. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you, so you think it's too much? Too much. I get it. Yeah. I, I get it. I, the thing is, though, they got to make this season like, I think they shot it already, from what I hope. Because if not, I mean, Finn Wolfhard's going to be like 25 years old. Right now. They're all, the, the cast is great. The, my, my favorite part about season three of Stranger Things is when they're like stumbling upon whatever and they finally come to a clearing. There's a road and across the street is the 8711, like a classic 8711. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they walk in and it's all the 80s sodas. Yeah. And like they're so thirsty. And so naturally, the 80s taught us that when you're really thirsty, what do you need? A Pepsi. And yeah. they just open a Pepsi and chug it. I'm like, I like that. Yeah. That is, but. I don't need. That's what I feel like. You I just feel too many references. I feel like Stranger Things now has become the Pepsi. When I'm, I'm actually thirsty. I'm, yeah. I'm starved for. I, I'm, I want a real something to glom onto here, yeah. and I just don't feel like I've had it since season one. And you just keep giving me Pepsi. See, I, I didn't feel that way about the third season. The third season to me felt like I was watching like an '80s movie. Like that's that it didn't. It didn't feel like it was trying to be '80s. I don't like when the movies try to be '80s, right? But what I, what I was doing as I was watching these 80s movies, I was doing like the math inside of it. I was like, when I saw this movie, uh, if you mind this, because that movie is now 36 years old, The Goonies. Mm-hmm. And if you do the math, you know, when you're like, okay, it's like 1951 from, from when that movie came out or whatever, 1950, yeah, 51, it came in 85, right? Right. So, and I was like, if my dad tried to make me watch a movie from like 1951 at that time, because I made my, my daughter watch Goonies. Oh, with me. right. I mean, when like, you do stop. that. When you do it mm-hmm. like that. When you're like, okay, all these movies that I'm having my daughter watch. It's like my dad. And there were movies. I remember watching at Thanksgiving, watching like the old school King Kong. You know, and at that time, it moved, that movie was only like, you know, what, 40 or 50 years yeah. old. Yeah. And yeah, they don't show you every movie from that era. Yeah. But no. I saw all the Beatles movies. Right. And I'd see the King Kongs and right. I'd see the classic movie monsters. Right. And stuff like that. Right. I wanted to pass over because see I, Rebel Without a Cause. Well, because these movies eventually they start to become like, you know, pushed back to our generations that and like the newer generation doesn't unless you make it part of their generation, right? Yeah. Like so And the, the assumption is that, oh well that's what movies were like back then. Right. And so when people say, Man, I miss the eighties, no, you don't. You miss the eighties greatest hits. Yes. You miss the best things possible out right. of the eighties. Absolutely. So it's like you don't really miss the eighties because you still appreciate the best things of twenty twenty. But it's right. just the best things that you're gonna you miss the f- you that miss, you want to appreciate. You don't I, want to appreciate everything. But I think when people say that they miss the '80s, also is that 
the from most people that you hear say it, it's people they miss who, being a kid. They miss being a kid. They miss being that's, a child. That's, that's exactly what it is. I mean, it's it, it, it's it's taking you back to when you remember. Because like when I think about the Goonies and I think about these movies, I think about being a kid talking to my friends about the Goonies or these other movies, or Commando, you know, and yep. and watching those movies. It'll make you build a fort in the woods. <laughs> you sure will. For sure. And you just things, and that's all it is. And it's the same way that there are like kids in the that. There were kids in the '90s, you know, and the thing about like they, to them, it's '90s movies or early 2000s or or you know shit. Like even like uh, some kids now that in the 2010s, you know, like, there's kids nostalgic for our show, I, which is nuts. You know, it's like, I, did I tell you about uh, when I went to Starbucks? I think you did. I went to Starbucks yeah, you did. this you weekend. Did. You did. Kid working the window. And I still put my mask on just because they're yeah. wearing their mask, and I just want to kind of be on the same team. Like, hey, I yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, so I'll yeah, just put yeah. it on when I'm getting their food. Yep. Again, the voice gives me away. Yeah. And this kid, Darian, and he's like, hey, you're, he's like, I used to watch you guys all the time. And so I told him, I'm like, well, you should check out the Schmodown. I think you'd really like it. So, you know, you need to get people back yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, he said, he said he used to watch us all the time. And I'm just thinking, like, man, that is the irony of life, though, yeah. is that when you're a kid, all you want to do is get the hell out of being a kid and become an adult and be on your own. Yeah. Then as soon as you're on your own, you just look back with what? fond memories of being a kid. And yep. I'm here to tell all you kids out there right now, I'm 40. It's the best. It is the best. I'm a man. I'm 40. Yeah, man, it is the I'm 40. best. Talk to me. Oh, um, I love it. But I've seen a lot of those comments since we started doing this show. <laughs> like, like if you look at like the and this is what he does folks. it's true when you it's look towards at the end of the show it feels like old, trying to get is. me to come back if it's like you feel it feels yeah. it feels like old times and all that stuff and and it does for sure and, and a reminder to you guys if you are on this show you're watching this show please comment we're going to go back well, at least i'm going to go back and answer as many comments as i can but the podcast feed we are going to be turning this feed um the sen live feed into the big thing show and it will be this show and the goofball show will be on the same feed. So if you want to support this show, please, please subscribe to the podcast feed, rate, review, follow us on uh, on Spotify, all of that. And obviously subscribe to the new YouTube channel because all of those shows, this show, goofball show, SEN live, uh, the inner geekdom show and Sith will all live there. All non-related Schmodown shows will live there and the Schmodown will live here so make sure that you do that and um anything else coming up for you it's uh seattle get your tickets mark ellis dot live mark ellis dot live ken knapsaw a couple other special guests in and outside of the crowd that you're gonna see and uh me i'm there too that's so, good. i'm happy to hear that uh, it's gonna be fun cool well, downtown theater too it, this has been fun as always this is our third episode already and, we and it's been what a wild ride it's been. It's been a wild ride. Can't and wait to be nostalgic for this show. So the goal, the goal is to be back uh, for Mark and myself to be back um, together on the show once a week, and then we'll be introducing as you well right away. I can let you know probably tomorrow the big thing show with myself and Brett Sheridan and Steph Sabra will be on tomorrow. So we'll be doing a, a big on the big thing or the goofball show Big thing. Goofball's just, Oh, the big thing's really taken off. Yeah. Well, we, well, it's going to replace SEN. It's going to play. It's going to replace SEN. <laughs> okay. SEN going to be on, on the other channel. He's got it. his battle plan mapped out. Yeah. Like Kevin McAllister on the wall. And I try to follow it. Yeah. And I'm like the, if this is American Gangster, you're Russell Crowe, and you just have all the lines pointing to Frank right, Lucas, right. and I'm just the one guy who just, I was a cop, but I took money. 
That's and now I'm, I'm now I'm doing H, that's all you need and I'm to shooting, do. Th- and I'm yeah. But that's all you need to do. Uh, but either way, it's 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 a reunion sorts, and there's going to be some special guests, and there's going to be a lot of fun. And thank you guys for joining us on the ride. Thank you once again, Mark, for joining us here. Thank today. you, Chris. You know yes. what all the neighborhood kids say about you? What are they don't say? They anything. would love to mow your lawn. Oh well, deagle deagle. <laughs> That's what you need to say, Deagle Deagle. Deagle Deagle. All right, thank you guys. We appreciate you, and we're going to see you next time. with Syntec Full Synthetic Motor Oil at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec is designed for today's engines to dissipate heat and reduce friction at wear. Get five quarts of Syntec Full Synthetic and a MicroGuard Select oil filter for just $33.99, plus two times O Rewards points. Choose Syntec, available exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.